Winks Thinks Podcast. Hello, I'm Bart Winkler. This is episode 23, and Kevin Holden, our guest today. Kevin Holden with CBS 58 out of Milwaukee. Fills in on Chuck and Winkler. Uh, probably more than you should be, but we take a lot of days off, so uh, we thank you for it. As far as the ground rules, Kevin asked me before we started recording, I don't know. This podcast has kind of just developed into things that I want to talk about, but that, you know, don't, maybe not for the show. So right. morning radio, it's quick. You got to be going. Um, We've talked about your schedule that we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. But to really get into it would just, mm, yeah, meters turn away. Well, sure, yeah, because it gets nerdy. Yeah, it's, it's this is going to be a very nerdy thing that we're going to talk about, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, but like soccer, or wrestling, or you know, fears I have in life. Yeah, people don't care about that. So we we <laughs> go to the podcast uh, for that, and it's been cool, and uh, I like doing this. And you are a good guest to have on here because there's something very unique about you. Uh, many things, obviously we're all our special people in our own way. <laughs> you can swear by the way, if you want, I'm That's an odd creature ground rule. Um, yeah. So you love minor league baseball that I do. You love going to sporting events. Yes. True. That's uh, my wife and I just, we just, you know, the, the combination of like seeing different sporting events, like in a, in a spot. You know, like, okay, you, you, hey, we're going to Florida, and the Tampa Bay Lightning and Orlando Magic and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are all playing on back-to-back days. Well, there's a trip. Like, when I just went to Seattle for the Packers-Seahawks game, you probably would have been like, well, what's going on in Vancouver? Absolutely. Well, what's going on in Portland? Are the Sounders playing? Yeah, what can we, what can we, f- no, my, my Portland Timbers bounced them out, baby. Did they? Oh, sure. Ah, uh, yeah. I also hate the MLS, but whatever. <laughs> but, so you plan trips around that, and... You, we were talking. I think we were just talking on the air about it once, where you sort of made up a a calendar of, you know, if you were to take a trip and see every major league team, triple A team, double A. Yep, that's it. A single A too. It's and single A. Anybody that plays a full season, because you know, at the start at the very beginning of the minor leagues, they play like for just a couple months. This is anybody that plays a full season, so it's 150 teams total. Because every every major league team has a triple A, a double A, and two full season single A's. So Kevin has mapped out on a calendar from what March? Do we start in March? Yeah this this one actually goes April 1st. This right. for this coming year for 2019. You've already done it. So 2019 schedules are it's out, already done, and he's already done it for 2019. <laughs> and again, he plans as if he were to take a trip, where across one summer you go to every one of those games, a home game, major league, triple A, double A, single A, all the way through September. Yeah, right. And Do we get into October? I don't think there's any October in there. No. And keep in mind, he does not go on this trip. No. <laughs> but we it almost he just happened. plans it <clears throat> so what the the how this came about the real quick story how it came about uh before i was in milwaukee i worked in orlando uh at a, at a tv station there and one day they called me into the uh news director's office at this tv station they said kevin we are not going to do sports anymore on this station you fired uh so 
you know, have fun oh, with that. You know, I do worry about that here all the time. Did they just call you in one day and hey, go, Hey, corporate over- overlords, you never know. You're, hey, we're going to play country now on 105.7 FM. The, the, it won't be the fan. It'll be the something else. The well, tractor. I do. I have, for those co- corporate overlords listening, I've done music in the past. <laughs> Please uh, remember That was me. all of me by John Legend. Hey, don't forget about your 5 <laughs> o'clock rewind or your coffee break at 10 a.m. Here's some Keith Urban. Wow. You just, you just went John Legend to Keith Urban. I want to hear this station. That yeah, was K107.1. You literally were that f- across the board as a station? It was like the poppy Keith Urban stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. He and if you want to know more about my time as a music director at K107.1, episode three of the Wings Things podcast is with Brian Kelly, program uh, director of Kiss and Mix in Milwaukee. So so they, they said, you're done. You know, you gone. And so it was like, what am I going to do? And the, that went into the summer. That was right as the NBA finals were starting. So into the summer, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I didn't know if I could get another TV job. You know? Yeah, no, it's scary. Yeah, yeah. And I, so I was in that, in that uh, limbo for the whole summer. And the thought occurred to me that I need to figure something else out. And I also figured, you know, I'm young enough, I was then, that uh, if, if I had any kind of crazy dreams, you know, crazy-ass things going on, I could do them. So I'm like, let me try something real quick. So so I, I, my wife was out of town for a day or two, and I sat down and I had the schedule for every every major and minor league team. And I'm like, I wonder, could you get to all of these? Like, could they could they map out together all in a season? I literally didn't sleep. The whole it was a it was a whole night that I didn't sleep, <laughs> and then part of a second night that I didn't sleep. But I realized that you know with uh, with a whole lot of you know you, you got to do a lot of massaging and working of it that it actually worked. So I started with the thought that maybe this is what I would do for this is for calendar year 2010. This is what I might do for calendar year 2010. So I started a blog and I started a Twitter account. That has become my actual Twitter account, but originally it was pure baseball, pure underscore baseball. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that, and so when I first started here, I was on the Bill Michaels huddle one time, and he's like, yeah, we're talking Packers tonight with Kevin. Follow him on Twitter, pure underscore baseball. And I'm like, changing that. <laughs> Can't keep that. So, uh, But anyway, all of that came out of this idea called the Great American Baseball Adventure. All the major and minor league teams in one year. And it's the, the fun of putting that puzzle together is so, so appealing that I just I've been in the habit every year. <laughs> now, at first it is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Because you schedule this entire trip that you don't go on. Right. But why I wanted to talk to you about it and why I take such an interest is in why I take such an interest in it is that I have done stuff like this too. I mean, not like this specific. Yeah. Uh, almost even worse. I uh I how old would I have been? So I was a probably middle school. Okay. And what I did was I came up with my own NFL league. Oh yeah. And I had a. All right, I, I need to backtrack a little further. <laughs> you can you can hear the wheels spin right now. So what I click 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 click. I'm big into TV scheduling and ratings. Yeah. And so like my dream job would be to schedule a network to be that guy. Really? To schedule CBS primetime. Really? Oh, yeah. I was unaware of that. Oh, God, I would. Wow. I would just love it. I think all of the networks could use you. (laughs) No, you're right. Because none of them are programmed well. 
No, and now it's different where, I mean, live TV still matters a little bit as far as like time slots in prime time, but not as much because of DVRs. But what I would do every week is I would first thing I would do when the Sunday paper came, I would run to it and get that TV guide and just read the week. And I'll still just kind of sit at my TV and look at the guides ahead. I like to know what local affiliates have on during the day. Um, I forget because you guys would go this morning and then let's make a deal on before price is right. Yeah, I think that's right. You have a talk show on at nine. Uh, now, yes. I just don't, I don't know if I remember offhand what it is, but yeah. Bold and the Beautiful is like a half hour. All right. I forget what's in that middle block, but then there's a four or five. You have Jeopardy at six, Wheel of Fortune 630. And not, and not news. Cause that does someone like you who likes programming would yeah. understand why that is. You know why that is. You get big ratings there. Because there is a segment of the audience who might eat dinner at three. Who would love that show at six and not a newscast? Yeah, and they literally our stations tried to do a six, and and people go nuts if we ever interrupt it. Like if if there's a Badgers game, NCAA tournament game on fifty eight, and we have to interrupt Jeopardy, we are required by our station management to begin the show with Jeopardy can be seen here. I just i I love it. I I'm not saying that if you. Asked me when Homeboys in Outer Space was on. I could tell you UPN Fridays 2000, 2001. But if you ask me, I just, I really love the primetime TV schedule. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. So I would make my own. Right. What I would do is I would make my own. I would take the best of what I wanted to watch at that time and make my own schedules. Make a grid, basically. Yeah. Okay. So that's not too bad, right? Oh, oh! No, there's more. I took it one step uh, further. Uh. I'm really going to reveal a lot here. I also, as a kid, was really into TV episode guides. Okay. Uh, because I there was a website, I think, that did Seinfeld or Simpsons, where it was the episode guide, where it was like uh, callbacks from previous episodes, and here's the guest. And mm-hmm. I just thought it was really cool, the continuity. I always love continuity in TV mm-hmm. shows. Uh, so I started writing a diary in episode guide four. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. So, and this, I, I've deleted it and redone it and deleted it. Right now it doesn't exist because <sighs> I would delete it all the time. And I'd be like, this week on The Bart Show, Bart met a girl in homeroom and then he likes her. And then in this episode is uh, mom, dad, brother. Not episode is grandma did not appear in this episode. I mean, I got nerdy. Wow. Okay. This is why I'm so fascinated by your thing. Yeah. So then I took it one more step further. I said, well, where would my show be scheduled? (laughs) And I thought, now we're going to jump into absurdity. I thought, no, you don't put my show on CBS or Fox or ABC. I have my own network. Yeah, you do. In my own foreign land called Bartland. <laughs> Bartland. <laughs> so I schedule all these different fake shows. So I would write a fake schedule all the time. Wow, dude. Yeah. Like you you are preparing yourself for a lucrative, I mean, I'm sure you're, you know, doing fine, but it's a lucrative job. Okay. So then my own land has to have its own football team. <laughs> oh, no. All right. And we were called Bart Ununited. <laughs> I don't know why. And I, we look, our logo looked like the Flying Elvis Patriots because I like that logo. So I'm I must United. have been like 13. I'm just picturing like all these guys looking at each other like, yeah, 
I guess you're my teammate. Yeah, so I scheduled then with, you know, 27 other fake teams. Oh, my God, this is fantastic. And put together a schedule. 27 other fake. So, like, you had, like, the Atlanta. I had my own NFL. Yeah. No, I had other fake cities. Oh, okay. It wasn't real In stuff. Bart, like, Mountain Town. Oh. The Mountain Town Mountaineers <laughs> against Bart on United on the Bart Network on Bart Day. Oh, this is great. So, it's so nerdy. None of this exists anymore. Oh. Because then you get a little older and you think, man, I'm such a nerd. What am I doing here? And I deleted it all. And I'd love to go back and look at some of that stuff. So here here's a here's a little offshoot, if you don't mind my my asking you we this are little offshoot. Far gone. Yeah, right? People that tuned into this for baseball that, yeah. know way more much about me than I ever planned to reveal. Did you ever, were, were you in the era where you, you did your own like radio broadcast? Did you have a, you know, whatever device it would be, a boombox or whatever, and then you did your own radio, your own radio station, your own radio broadcast? The call letters were WBGW, my yes, initials, and the uh, frequency was, my birthday is 519, so the frequency was 951. Aha! And I had my own morning show. And I told you about this. Sheep, sheepy. <laughs> sheepy? I'll say that for another day. Oh, my goodness. The radio. We. I have revealed too much. The radio part of this, I will talk about another day. Although, I do believe I've mentioned some of that on the air. Before. So, we, if we ever do a follow-up, not only did I do that, I actually still have the tapes. Yep, we are going to do that. Yep. That's what I would kill for. Those tapes, because I recorded all over those too. Yeah. Because as a 12-year-old, I'm listening, I'm making my own radio. And I never like dreamed of being in radio. I always wanted to be in TV. Yeah. But then when you look back at your life, how you got here, oh, I did radio shows in my room. Yes. Where I made up characters <laughs> and did those shows. So, yeah, I've definitely done that. I wish I still had the tapes. We are definitely going to hear yours at some point. Oh, it's, it's so good. Well, and the only reason I have them... And I know we got to get back to the thing, but we the, don't have to do anything. The uh, the the only reason I have them is my dad uh, sold cars, you know, for his whole life, and at the time, one of the big things with car sales was you you would have a cassette tape, and it, he sold Fords his whole life, and Ford would send them this this cassette tape that would have their their standard songs on it. Sometimes it was like Mustang related songs. Sometimes it was just here's a Willie Nelson track or whatever. But they always had these tapes, right? And they would have them by the case. And so he would bring, every other week, he'd bring home a case of, of 10 of these things. And so instead of taping over, which I did do some of, I always had fresh stock. And so I would ah. just take it, take the, this case and throw it away, or throw it to the side and work on a new case of tapes. That's the only reason they still exist is because he kept bringing home the excess tapes. See, I wish, I'm I, I'm at that point in life where I, I'm sad that kids don't expect get to experience the same thing that I did. Yeah, that was they were it was a learning experience. Like I did my show, my little radio show and I would say, "Okay, coming up next, guys, yeah. is uh Buddy Holly by Weezer right here on WBGW." Yes. And then I would sit there by the radio and and record it. Play record. Yes. Waiting for Buddy Holly to come on, oh. not knowing when it would come on. So you had to you had to hold on, and, and then when it would happen, you would hit record and you'd be set. But yeah, you you would be at the mercy of the no, radio I can, station. I can pull it up within. Well, and that's the thing is that a kid today, why why would he have any interest in? He'll just take a picture and put it on Instagram. It's done. 
I know. I do hate social media because who God God knows. I I I, I want to see these things for my own self. But if there was social media as a kid, maybe I would have posted some of that stuff. Sure. Not knowing where it would go. But you would. I think you would. It would have been less imagination. You know, like that was that was a full on. You had a whole world going there. Yeah. So I don't know. I sucks. <laughs> but so I wanted to tell you all that backstory. That's awesome. Because I wanted you to know that when I talk about this this schedule that you put together, it comes from a genuine place, and not just like I'm not making fun of you. No, I get it. You. Buddy <laughs> Holly. Now I told you anything goes on the podcast. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be able to play music. Yeah, you might you might get a censor for this one. I don't know. I'm gonna keep this in though and just yeah, see if little, anyone's little listening. <laughs> <laughs> Weezer, who I thought was from Wisconsin for the longest time, because of the video to this yeah. song. Happy days. Yeah, because I wasn't. I didn't live in Wisconsin at that time. Uh, oh, I love Weezer. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it, so here's the thing. Where this plays back in is you you did this when you made your grids for your station, when you made your your schedules for your league. It's this large puzzle, and that's the nerdy part of it, is that you took all these different things and weaved them together, right? That was the puzzle. And it only fits a certain way. This doesn't fit here, but it fits here. And this doesn't fit, you know, the, any of these other things, this has to go with this. And yeah. that's the there's this sort of like usage of the mind where you take all those pieces and you put them together, and that is that is exactly why I still do this, even though there's no chance ever that this will happen, because it's a, it's a challenge. It's one of the most challenging things I've ever done. Well, it's good to do something, too, that's like sports, but also not part of your job. Yeah. I, every year, the last, well, the last two years, I've tried to do it, and then I quit, but I'm really going to try to do it this year, is I'm going to map out the college football season as if it was a bracket. So... Because it's a final four. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, guys, the college football playoff was actually 68 teams this whole time. It was right in front of you. Here's how it went. So we'll see Alabama beat Georgia okay. on December 1st. Yep. Well, Georgia beat this team. And then I, I got to try to use the puzzle to f- make sure it all fits. Yeah. To show that in this actual season, there were playoffs. We just didn't realize it <laughs> based on the time. So that's going to be hard to do, but. It's just something different, and I like it, and I just quit the last two years. So we can't, like, show you the schedule. I- I'll put it online, but I'm just going to read the month of April. There you go. Because you've mapped it out uh, accordingly. And I and if you want, I can I can give you a quick backstory on a couple of these as you go. Okay, yeah. So I, before you start reading, let me just say this, and this will set it up. All right. The major league season starts like a week before the minor league season. So the minor league season starts April 4th next year. So I had to get in some major league games before I got to the minor league season. And where is the <laughs> one place that you can go in April and see a game without freezing your tuchus off? Uh, the South. Specifically, this that little that little thing down on the corner ah, of the country. Florida. So So with that in mind... I got major league games to set up to go to Florida so that you could start the minor league season with the Florida State League, which is 12 teams in the state of Florida. So I'm just going to rattle off all of April real quick. Go for it. Uh, Monday's April 1st. Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Miami. So just do that in your head. Atlanta, the next day is Tampa Bay. 
The third is down to Miami. Yeah, and Atlanta's a day game on the first, so that's why <laughs> that's why the that's the why the trip is over to Palm Beach, then St. Lucie, then Jupiter, then Bradenton, and we're watching minor league affiliates. All here. single A, yeah, Florida State League. Fort Myers on the eighth, Charlotte on the ninth. Charlotte in Florida. Yeah, it's Port Charlotte. Yeah, Port Charlotte. Yeah, I was just in Punta Gorda. Yes. Tampa Bay, or just Tampa. This is the Tampa minor league affiliate for the Yankees. Lakeland, Clearwater. Is it Dunedin? Dunedin. That's how you say that? Yeah, Dunedin. That's the Blue Jays affiliate. And then Daytona. And now there's a free day there. And then you're off on the 15th. Yeah, finally a free day. Then you check out the Florida Fire Frogs. Kissimmee. And then Jacksonville. And now now you got to start moving out of town. You're done with, you've done all the Florida teams there, so you're done. Now you got to work your way west. Uh, Mobile on the 19th. Pensacola, Biloxi, hey, New Orleans. So those four right there, that the reason why I went from from Florida to that group is if you if you look at those on a map, New Orleans, Biloxi, Mobile, and Pensacola are all within like a couple of hours of each other. They're all clumped together, and all four teams were at home on consecutive days. It's like really that's the rare. part. Kevin didn't just look at teams. I mean, you could actually do this schedule. Yeah, so so that's I, the point of it. So I like my first thought coming out of Jacksonville was let me go north. Let me go to Charleston, South Carolina, Columbia, whatever. Oh, guess what? Charleston isn't home for 2 weeks. Well, now we got to go another way. So let's let's see about going west and that's how we got Mobile, Pensacola, Biloxi, New Orleans. Uh Mississippi, Birmingham, Montgomery, where's Rome? Alabama? Georgia. Oh, Rome Braves. Gwinnett. Charleston, a day off, and then Columbia, and that's April, and you could do this schedule. You would check out 27 games in 30 days, Yeah, three of them pro, right? Yep, that's right. And it looks like 24 minor league teams yep. uh, from the different you know levels of the minor leagues, but you could do that, and that would spend your entire month down there. See, I've always wanted to – I always say if I had a year off, I would – Follow the Brewers. I would go home and road, go to every game. Sure. Good way to travel the country. Yeah. When they had an off day, I had an off day. It'd kind of be fun. This is a complete another level above that because you could actually do this and go to all these games. Yeah, it's mapped out so you can do it. So the the, the pieces of the puzzle that, that uh, <clears throat> sometimes are hard to put together is, okay, well, this team is off, so you have to... You know, you have to wait until they're home or you have to rearrange this day or this day, and, and that's the... That's where the the joy of this is. You have to get all these guys in a line, basically, that they're at home, and you can't miss anybody. Like if you, you know, if you're going through Georgia in a week and there's a team that's not there, it's not like you can just come back. No, yeah, the point is to actually be able to do this. Yep, and so it's it's lined up for that. Uh, in the month of May, <clears throat> it looks like we start in Augusta. We're still in the southeast. We get up to Kentucky, West Virginia, and you do the Carolinas. The after Carolinas. That. So that's two months you're spending in the southeast quadrant of the country. Isn't that crazy? And then and then you're basically working your way north, and it's it's supposed to be weather friendly, you know, because by the time you get to oh, June wow. and you're in Maryland or up toward yeah, June, if one of these teams doesn't play, you're screwed. Yeah, if you get a rain out, I don't know exactly how you fix it. <laughs> you got to build in more off days. Yeah, right. June we go up to the northeast. It looks like Baltimore, Washington. We get some pro games again. We're in the Philly area. Then we go up to uh, New England. There's the Red Sox on the 22nd of June. Some New York State games. Toronto, we cross the border. 
July. We were Midwest, Cleveland, Ohio, the Rust Belt. And notice that Cleveland is the all-star game. I try to do that at least once where you, where oh, one wow. of them is an all-star game. That'd be the MLB all-star game? That's right. All right. And then the Wisconsin looks like week would be the 17th of July is a Wednesday. You could watch the Iowa Cubs at home. Then you could watch Quad Cities on the 18th. You go to Kane County on the 19th. The Beloit, they're still the Snappers. Yeah. They're Saturday the 20th. Then you could watch a Brewer game. Yep. 21st. Then you go up to Appleton. Yep. And then you have a day off, and then you're watching the Twins. Yep. That's so you have a day between because Appleton to Minneapolis is a little bit of a haul. So you gave yourself a travel day. That's right. Then we go, oh, now we're shooting down. Yeah, we had to get south fast. So and this go is where Minnesota, it gets crazy. Cedar Rapids, Clinton, Omaha, Kansas City, Springfield, Northwest Arkansas. So you do have to make some bolts like that. Yeah, August is real rough because Texas was not very friendly to me. So you are all over the state of Texas. So we'd be driving this. Oh, yeah. From San Antonio to Round Rock to Frisco, up back up to Tulsa. Then we're in the... New Mexico, Colorado, Utah. Yeah, the Western travel would kill you. Well, and that's it, to here's the thing. If you if you want to know how this is done, if you ever think to yourself, if you're in a state of complete lunacy and you think how, you know, should I do this that Kevin's doing? The thing that you have to do to start the trip is the the stuff that's around the mountain time zone. You have to get those together. This this thing falls apart if you don't. So you'll notice the, the key dates, the very first ones I filled in in this whole thing were August 10th, Midland, 11th, El Paso, 12th, Albuquerque, 13th, Amarillo, and then and then I had to find a way west, you know, Rockies and then Salt okay, Lake. Okay, so you don't start in April 1st. No, I, I have to find those together because it, those the difference between like Florida, those teams are like 70 miles apart, but if you're out here in, in New Mexico, those teams are like 400 miles apart. They have to all be home at the same time. Damn, dude. Yeah, so that's where it starts. This that's only the, takes you a day. Uh, this one, this one took me uh, a full overnight, and then a like a part of two other days. It just seems impossible to get it done in a day. You well, the weird thing is, I'll go. Oh, I'll just work on this one week or two weeks, and then you're, it's five a.m. You're doing it. Yeah, you got to do it. Yep. By the month of September, the minor league teams are done, so you get like some. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. Labor Day. After Labor Day, the, the minor league teams are done. But Like notice, on the ninth, you're in San Francisco. You can take a couple days off, get to Chicago by the 12th. Yeah, and then yeah, then you have to kind of work your way back through. But that one was was kind of difficult because you're, you're doing California to end it. And so uh, Labor Day, you're in Sacramento. And then you notice what happens. you got to come all the way down to Arizona on the 4th and then back to San Diego and then the Dodgers and then ah. back to San Francisco. So, the, yeah, some of those were, were kind of hard. Basically, if I can't fit them in when I go through the first time, then I just do them at the end. So I just want to reiterate here what Kevin does, because while mine, all the stuff that I was talking about is fairyland stuff, <laughs> Kevin has put together a practical schedule where, barring rain delays or any other occurrences, you could watch every triple-double single-A affiliate and every Major pro League's team. 150 of them. In one season. And he even takes care of all the travel. Uh, it makes it as easy as it possibly can be. Do you feel like you perfected it, or are there better routes out there? I, I suppose if I if I sit down with it, you know, I could probably tweak a little of this and a little of that, and knock, you know, put put some other stuff in a line where where I didn't see where a team was home and came back to it. I mean, I could probably iron a few parts of this out, but it's it's pretty close. 
I've, have you done part of this ever? Well, okay, so that, there's where I was going to go with this. Uh, I have a really funny story. I, haven't, I had an intern years ago, a guy named Taylor. Uh, and, and Taylor was a good kid, but he, um, you know, whatever he was doing his thing. And he got really fascinated by this because I left it on my desk one day, like, and he would come in and just, and just like, can, can I see the, can I see the trip again? Can I see the, the sheets, the spreadsheet? Yeah, sure. And he would stare at it and stare at it and stare at it. And then like the, the next or like that fall, I'm watching his Facebook page and he lived out a part of the trip. He stole, he lifted like, which you could totally do. He lifted out like six or seven days from the trip and actually did it. There'd be like, say you were on vacation in June and you looked at this and you said, oh, you know what? Starting June 10th, I'm off. If I just lifted this, you know, I would go see the Trenton Thunder and then the Phillies then the Wilmington Blue Rocks, the Altoona Curve, the Harrisburg Senators, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, the Binghamton, uh, what are they, the Rumble Ponies or whatever. That's seven days, seven games. So he did that. He lifted a week from the trip and actually did it. But it wasn't that part of the country, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what he did. So it was fun to see my a small portion of my trip actually be lived out. But you've never done it? Like even a weekend? No, I mean I, I'll see stuff and and like as it comes together. If I know I have a weekend off, I'll see stuff and do it. But I don't I don't know if I've ever consulted this when doing an actual trip. Isn't that weird? A little bit, yeah, because because <laughs> it's set up to do the trip. Why don't I just you do gotta it? use it at least once? Um, yeah, because Kevin, I mean you, I, how many? I don't know. What am I trying to ask you? How many games do you think you've been to? Oh man, and not even because you'll go cover games for work, but you also. I think there was one day we were in on a Friday, and I said, what are you doing this weekend? You said, oh, I might go. I'm not sure if I'm going to go to Iowa State for a football game or the Brewer game. <laughs> I believe you ended up going to the Brewer game. I did. But you, you could have done it. I know there's been a – you've had a day off. I think you had a day off in the middle of the week once, and I see pictures of you at a White Sox game and then at a Cubs game that night. Yep. And then back at work the next day. Yeah, we did. We did the double. You always have to look for the day-night doubleheader. And the weird thing is sometimes it's flipped. The White Sox sometimes play the day game and the Cubs the night game. So we like that the most because that, that gets us home quicker. But I think my favorite one recently was uh, the the first or second week of the regular season in April. Uh, Blazer, my wife, uh, who we call Blazer. Blazer was her maiden name, so she's Blazer. Blazer said... Uh, Let's let's do something you know wild and crazy. So the other the other half of this is I'm kind of an airfare geek. Also, I, I find airfare deals, and I found one. Oh, you gotta get in touch with my mom. Oh yeah, is she all about that? Uh, I wouldn't say geek as much as like a mad scientist. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, there's a whole science to that. That's for sure. So we found we found one, and I'm like, wait a minute, we can fly. So the pieces come together. We can fly into New York for this, and we can fly back from Philly. And that that was what the impetus was. Frontier like a twenty dollar fare back from Philadelphia. Like, wow. Yeah, we got to do that. Um, so we mapped it out, and this is how the trip went. We flew to New York on a Friday. We saw the Yankees play on a Friday night, and it turned out to be like a 14-inning game. <laughs> and then we drove to Philadelphia where the hotel was. So we got there like 4 a.m., slept and did flyers in the afternoon and Phillies at night, and they were across the street oh from each other. Oh, my God. And, uh, and, and it was freezing cold. But whatever, right? And then we flew so many out people Sunday are like, morning. Wow, he's got a dream wife. Oh yeah, she loves it. That's awesome. She absolutely loves it. Like she was when as soon as I laid that in front of her, she's like, Oh yeah, yeah, you're doing that, you know. So she also. Um, I mean, you flew back Sunday, Sunday morning, and did the Telemundo game. 
the Brewers oh game. Oh my god. <laughs> that was I think that was our debut on Telemundo for the year. You're, come on. <laughs> First game. But she also she had a friend uh that plays for the Marlins, a guy that used to work for her uh in, in her job with the beer company she works for, who was a pitcher for the Marlins. All right. So she wanted to see the Marlins. He didn't pitch that day, but she wanted to see him. Did you get to talk to him? No. But we it was when they came here like a week or two later we did. Yeah, no, I remember something about that. Yeah. Because that was a whole big national thing. Darren Rovell did a story, talked to my wife. It's really sucks. weird. Yeah, right. Rovell talked to your wife? Yeah, the story. You should read the story. It's like Oh God. Yeah. What'd she think of him? She said he was a little little weird. <laughs> Ravel, a little I, thorough. I like, I like what, I like the idea of a Darren Ravel. I just he he blocked me on Twitter because he steals shit from people, and I called him out for right. it. Right, and then he got blocked. Yeah, I think that's what her like. You know, she's like, yeah, he this guy I talked to with ESPN, and I, and I said, ESPN is in the local or like the ESPN, yeah. and she's like, no, like ESPN, ESPN. I'm like. Did you talk to Darren Rovell? And she's like, yeah, that was his name, Darren. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, you're gonna be kidding me. I'm not a fan. Yeah, so that was that was fun. But but yeah, we've done we've done crazy stuff like that. We we did um we we we've done days I meant of Darren, not of your wife. Right. No, I get it. I get it. Uh we we've done like where where you have two in the same day, like a day night, like Cubs and Sox is a good example. We've done Mets and and Eagles on the same day. We did Mets in the afternoon and oh drove to Philly. God. That was the night that Donovan McNabb had his number retired. So we did, you know, we did the Mets game. Did you game. see a no hitter recently? Well, it was Rich Hill threw a nine inning no hitter, and it, but he lost the whole thing in the tenth, the no hitter and the game. Oh right, you were just randomly in L.A. No, it was in Pittsburgh. Oh right, right. Yeah, so that that trip was Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, West Virginia. We did another minor league team, Erie. So that was so the, you're kind of doing your trip, but you're not looking at your schedule to do your trip. And it probably matches up with it. I just hadn't <laughs> seen it. But we, uh, I have relatives that live near there, near Cleveland. So we we saw them, and then we we saw the Indians. We saw, we you know it was it was a line. It was a backward C. It was Cleveland, Erie, Pittsburgh, West Virginia, Cincinnati, and uh, the Pittsburgh game. And that's the best park in Major League Baseball. It's insane, PNC Park. You know, sports are great for a number of reasons, but for me, uh, I've been able, with that Packer road trip, the one game a year we go to, and this year it was Seattle, I don't, when would I have gone to Seattle? Yeah, right. Uh, last year, when would I have gone to Dallas? When would I have gone to San Diego? Did you go when to the- When would I have gone to Boston? Did you go to the public market, the fish market in Seattle? Yeah, we got, we went down, because it's pretty close to the stadium. Mm-hmm. We were actually- walking to a bar and then i just as we're walking down the street there's a public market sign yeah but when you know the one in milwaukee the one in milwaukee actually looks more like a destination than yes. the one in seattle yeah the one in milwaukee's like the sign's bigger just <laughs> and then you're in seattle and you're like oh this is it yeah so we watched the do the fish yes yeah, so that's cool and then we the, went up the needle the original starbucks is right there right across the street that i didn't know so we saw it and didn't know it was yeah it's it just and there's nothing that would tell you that other than if you knew it was the original Starbucks, but it's the first one. You know what? My brother stopped at a Starbucks by there. He might have been at it. It probably was. It was just, and it's like in a, in a little like strip mall. It's like a cubicle in a strip mall. Then he was at it because <laughs> at the other end, there's a bar. Yep. 
And he was the, at the original Starbucks. Oh, jeez. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we did the needle. Yeah, we did I mean, we we did some touristy stuff. But I, these, I've never gone to these places. And, you know... It's a good way to see stuff. So. It's a, it's amazing. I mean, we've and, and we've done that. And I think if you did a trip like this trip, that you would part of it is you would soak up culture. You know, you would you would do things other than the baseball games. And that's that's one of the, the great parts about it is the times that we've had my wife and I have had going to different parts. So we've actually like in reality been to all of the major league parks and probably seventy or eighty minor league started stadiums, I'm guessing. That's a rough estimate. Damn, and we, um, you know, it's amazing what you, what you learn, what you, you know, what you experience in a town, something that's near, near the park. Pittsburgh is, a, you know, a good example of that. And we're, there's all kinds of fun stuff around there, and you, you something you don't know about until you get there. So here's what we'll do. I'll put, we'll have this uh, calendar online. You cool with that? Yeah, it's fine. If, if anybody's got fifty thousand dollars, because that that was the original front cost back in two thousand nine, so cost way more than that. Fifty k. That was that was our thought. Hotels, car, plane. Yeah, it was. It's fifty k is gonna get you through a month. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a ton. I, yeah, I may have under undershot yeah, big it big time. It's uh, it was it's twenty seven two dollar tickets everywhere. Maybe. Yeah, you might get some comps. Yeah, maybe it's it's twenty seven or twenty eight thousand miles usually. The, the trip. I feel like this is a real easy setup for some sort of MLB Network reality show. That was so. That was kind of my thought, right? If I had a blog and I had you know whatever, we were going to do like a, a website and see if TV would pick it up, and we would they'd have us. Oh, here are the Holdens tonight in Daytona Beach, you know. And, yeah, because what happened is people will do trips like this. I think there was a family following the Brewers or something. Yeah. And so the, you do you pay for the first three months, and then everyone finds out, and then oh, it's cop city. Yeah, yeah, because you, you know, then you start saying, well, I don't know if we can finance this all the way through, and then some <laughs> some rich dudes like here take twenty k. Yeah, you got to play the game a lot better than I've been able to. <laughs> we'll put so the episode title of the podcast will be Kevin Holden's Great American, American Baseball Adventure. That's it. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> And because if you just found this on radio.com or wherever the hell you are, then you can search for that. Kevin Holden's great American baseball adventure. If you want to see the calendar, because that'll lead you back to our website and then we'll have the calendar up there. But if you search, if you search for it and it's not there, that means I haven't put it up yet because we recorded this over the Thanksgiving weekend (laughs) Yeah, I just didn't feel like it, <laughs> but maybe I will. Kevin, appreciate it, dude. This is this is fun. I'm glad. I, to be honest, the most disappointing part of this is when I'm done with it, and I just stick it in a drawer, and no one ever knows about it. So it's kind of fun that we. Well, that's why we're bringing it light. Yeah, that there's you know people can see this and see just how insane I really am. And I wish to God I still had some of those radio tapes. Ah, oh, no, now we've got something for the next one though. I've got the music station radio tapes, which are, they're only like five years old, but eh, there's still some hilarity there. We could do that sometime. I got I I got to find. I just don't have them. I think I recorded over all of them because nobody. Yeah, you know, I, I regret that. Yeah, keep you, everything. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's, if you are a creative person and you make something, keep it. Yep, because you, man, you never know. And those are the things. The things that that don't have any value are the things that turn out to have the value. Holdy. Dude. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. That was fun.